drive. What's it about biking? Is that a biking book? Is that I book about like cycling? Adventurous. Oh, it's like Wild at Heart. Style. Yeah, Wild at Heart, but not. But by Creeps. But by. What is that guy's creeps. name? Creeps. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> or crap. It's probably Creeps. I think it's Creeps. He's probably steered away from Creeps Speaking of how for we... a long time. <laughs> but that's probably what he gets. Mr. Creeps. Uh, I had a question for you guys. I was thinking about it today because I was listening to radio. And the um, um, the the next bowl game is the national title game for the NCAA, right? Because we forgot and football was still happening in right. college. So it, um, it's on Monday. On, See? Championships on Saturday during his, our planning center. Yeah, his thing is <laughs> – I don't know what his thing is doing. Um, but here's <laughs> – Going for title number so nine in ten the years. The city that the Saints play in, how do you say it? New Orleans. New Orleans. That's crazy. I say New Orleans too, but I feel like the closer you get to New Orleans, the like more slurred it gets, and the further away New Orleans. You get, yeah, I heard someone say that, and I was mm-hmm. like, New Orleans. What did, yeah. Why are you pronouncing every letter? Like, what are you doing? This <laughs> since is, when have we started? But like, if you're closer, it's like Nolans, and you're like, what? Narlans. What? Yeah. <laughs> what just happened? Why? <laughs> Where did all the words go? I know there's two words. <laughs> it's one a... of the only cities that happens with, I think. No. Yeah. Say Louisville. It's it's Louisville. It's it's one. It's syllable. one word, and yet <laughs> syllable. <laughs> There's no break. Louisville. Yeah, you just Louisville. <laughs> I mean, we also say Versailles in uh, Kentucky. Which is we <laughs> took all, the all stole them cultures. the French right from it. We we're like, nope. We're gonna pronounce every single letter, every letter that's in here. We're pronouncing it Versailles <laughs> instead of Versailles. You know. All them wasted letters. Yeah, there. Why they have so many letters in here? That's what uh, happened. Someone from Kentucky was like, what? Why are there so many letters in here? Where, where do these letters come from? I don't understand. This is not Versailles. Versailles would not have so many letters. There'd be no L's. Why are there L's in and here? It doubles up the L's. One, con- one cancels out the other one. No, that's not how it works, sir. <laughs> sir. We, I should do the rest of the podcast in my Kentucky voice. We, <laughs> Versailles. We're not making any progress then. It's a good thing we're not being theological today. Oh, you don't know that. No. <laughs> Surprise topic. Surprise. <laughs> You, we lost you. There I am. Hello? Nope. Oh, 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 I died. I'm gone. gone. I think the red cord is dead. We're going to need all of this today. Hello? Hey, there I am. I'm back. I'm back. Look at you troubleshooting just like that. On the fly. Look at that. Adapt or die. You know what I mean? Our question, though, uh, last week died. we recorded and we just got rid of it. It went into the trash file. The first Don't Get Fired podcast of the year was <laughs> was trash. It was garbage. So we just said, you know what? People don't want to hear that. Um, but we did have a question for you. What should we think with it about Israel? What should we think about yeah. Israel? I'm you have a book over there called What Should We Think About Israel? It's and true. I think it was a gift from someone. Indeed it was. And that's a signed copy. Oh, that person wrote the book. So right. last week I was making fun of the person who wrote the book oh, and no. gave you the book. We actually know the person. That wrote the book. Wow. So I made fun of a person that we know. It might even be following on might Facebook. Might listen to the podcast. Yeah, could well, be. good thing I didn't post that. That would have been awkward. <laughs> <laughs> what do they think we should think about Israel? I think it's a very pre-millennial, pre-tribulational perspective that okay. Israel has another path beyond uh, the trajectory of the church. We're separate. So, We're not Israel. Yeah. Israel is Israel. Mm-hmm. And it's the people, the Jewish people. And their Specifically, land yeah. And all the promises to Abraham. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's what I figured, but you never know. Um, but at least he didn't say it was a sin to call it something else. Yeah, it's a sin <laughs> if you don't think that's about Israel. <laughs> Israel. <laughs> Israel is Israel, and if you think not, it is a sin. 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to just, I think on that Facebook group, I'm going to take the opposite stance and say it's a sin to think otherwise. Just just for principle? Yeah, I think I someone think should. Right. Someone yeah. should be on the opposite side. And I. How long do you think this thread is going to be up? Uh, two weeks before we get banned again. <laughs> I don't think it's going to take that long. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying one week? Um, my over and under is on this before the weekend. Like, wow. I mean, if weekend. I get in there and start calling people sinners. That's what I mean. I might be able to get it taken down fast. <laughs> How fast can we take another moratorium? We're like a college kid right now. We just keep taking moratoriums. Just travel around Europe with our... <laughs> we had some misfires. We were all at the race at the starting we... line. and Somebody went early. We've changed our degree like seven times. We don't, we don't know what we're doing. It's we just... <laughs> majoring in registration. That's, I think that's my, that's my new goal. Is is just to derail the conversation because the conversation is not a good one. Anyway, it's a bad conversation because no one's actually having the conversation. They're just like talking past each other. One lady was like, "No one even needs titles. What are you saying? Like, what? That's yeah. stupid." And then <laughs> this guy's out here saying everything's a sin if it's not my position, um, which is a fun stance for you until you like later change your mind. You know what I mean? That's true. That's it's it's rough. harder to change your mind. You're kind of box yourself in that. Yeah, way. you're stuck. You have a very small box of orthodoxy at that point. Yeah. And that's always one of the questions is. As as a young person growing up, not only do we mature physically, hopefully in in sanctification, all those kinds of things, but hopefully we're maturing theologically in that some some of the idealistic opinions we had that we thought were doctrinal are more idealistic that we we're, right. You're we're like, growing. Well, the church should look like this because da 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 da. And I hate all the structures that are in place because structures are stupid. Yeah. And you start being like, well, this isn't what the church was like in the year thirty three. Exactly. Like, okay, calm down. I, calm down, guys. And that's the, and that's the whole point is is that there may be the chance that between eighteen when they let us vote on things and eighty one when we might be passing to another life that our theology could 58. develop. <laughs> I'm raising you from the dead. You've got a you've got a shorter years. curve. Yeah, Forty years. <laughs> Which yeah, we might change our minds sometimes. But you would still outlive me. Yeah? I think so. Oh, man, that's crazy. But maybe you live to your 120. No one's going to change 120. I'm living to 120 at least. Gordon's at least? It. At least. You can't do it. I least. don't think you can at go. Least, yeah. That's the ceiling. <laughs> that's the ceiling on it. Genesis. <laughs> that's a God said thing. So, yeah. <laughs> if you think not, that's a sin. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> we are, we now only have one. Of, and I, I was actually thinking. My about objection this, is the, your position is set. <laughs> I was actually thinking about this the other week. The just there was a conversation happening on the radio, and it's usually this idea that that there are some people that say that this is the one. This is the only way to interpret this passage. This is the one way. Yeah. Right now. And then everybody else that doesn't hold the view holds the view that there could be any interpretation. But I think it's actually in the middle. I think there's only one interpretation of the passage. We just can't be dogmatic about whether we have that one right. interpretation. We could be right. We could be wrong. Right. Like I was saying, like for until after the Reformation, everyone was like, um, the Song of Solomon is an allegory. Yep. For 1,500 years of church history, Song of Solomon was allegory. Mm-hmm. And that's how you preached it. You preached it as, yeah. this is a love letter from God to you. Yeah. And, and then after the Reformation, we're like, no, that's like a literal thing. That's like someone around parallelism right and and it's just it's just a poem it's a love poem why is it in scripture that i don't know but it's in there and so then people don't preach song of solomon unless they're mark driscoll and then got the whole thing right but better but then we're like well there are those guys for those 1500 years were obviously stupid we've decided that like now we have the right interpretation but what if we get to heaven and they're like no dude like that was all in there because like what how else were you supposed to take that like you you meet augustine and he's like you guys are dumb dude what are you talking How about? How did like you not see 1, this? 1,500 years of, of church history people are just like, what? 
Yeah. You guys took that as not allegory? Like, what? <laughs> why'd you think it was in the Bible? <laughs> <laughs> like, what were you doing? And I feel like that might actually happen with a lot of stuff where we think we were right and yeah. we're really wrong. So, But we can yeah. still hold Don't to the Don't be so view. dogmatic. Yeah, you can, you can be like, this is what I think and this is how I think it's supposed to work, but be okay with being wrong yeah. sometimes. And you, I mean, Theological you, humility. Exactly. And, and you can even Especially hold the Especially on non-essentials. Right. Yeah, for sure. Like we're not talking about Jesus and our yeah, mileage. Jesus is God. Okay, yeah, we that is essential to to yeah. you being a Christian. You got to keep that one. Yeah, which is a problem of what the putting everything is sin. Now we've moved it into a into and everything's a, on the same level. Yeah, it's just everything is the most important. The other thing is before we actually get started on some of my surprise topics is I want to make fun of you for a moment. So the um, fact we, that I can't spell my own email <laughs> or know I what the names of my that. kids. Oh, it gets worse. Yeah. <laughs> so we do this thing where we have like these paper things for people to sign up for winter camp and then they get an email um most people if they have multiple children just fill out one I've, nigel turned in three i filled them <laughs> out on different days <laughs> and i didn't know if you'd remember who i was <laughs> i know all of his children i know which camp they're gonna go to i, I need one but back. this is the first time since I've been here, that you filled one of these out. Look at that. New leaf. Look at that. New, new that year, was, new you, new decade. That's Fill right. it out, registration. 2020. Forms. I was just like, why are there three of these? Yeah. Why do you need this back? I need Riley back because he's going to Simpson that weekend. Oh, he's not even going to go to camp. Wow. No. Wow. It could be worth an entire college education. So we're going to go up there and hang out with him. I'm going to. He's going to be ridiculed. And he's very disappointed, so don't ridicule him too hard. No, that's too bad. (laughs) (laughs) Building character. (laughs) Nothing builds character like a little bullying. That's what you hear a lot in schools these days. It's not bullying if an adult does it, right? That's what what I learned over winter break. Uh, That one girl, one person of the year, and then I learned that apparently it's bullying if teenagers do it, but adult people are allowed to bully people online, and it's fine. It's fine. That's what I learned. Right? 60-year-old men are allowed to tweet at 16-year-old girls and make fun of them for what they think about being, like, about life as a 16-year-old when they were hippies when they were 16. Like, get out of here, dude. I don't know if that math actually works out, but I think it does. I think it does. Like, you were a hippie. Okay? So, get out of here. You were literally a hippie at 16. So, you thought the same thing she thinks. Because she's 16. Calm down. Every 16-year-old is radical about something. (laughs) Every 16-year-old is radical about whatever they think. No matter what it is. Even if it's complacency. Yeah. Even you, if it's just like TV you shows. You will not. <laughs> like the laziness. Whatever the thing is, they passionate are about very excited about that thing. And so, yeah, if an adult does it, it's not bullying. That's what I learned. I think Lessons she, from 2019. I think she realized she was playing with the big boys now. <laughs> oh, like in uh, Prince of Egypt. Very much. Yeah, Steve Martin and stuff. Um, all right. So, uh, first, we have candy to eat. <laughs> Transition. <laughs> We already did a first, so this is second. I think this is third. Okay. But <laughs> Cal needs those pastry strong suits. <laughs> I didn't have to take math because I took it in I took uh, college right, so math th- in this high school. Is, this is caramel, which Cara is milk. a Canadian wow. version of what you would call a Dove bar. Is or Why is there a key on it? Why is there a question mark? So is this made by the Riddler? So much solving is going on right now. What? But basically, really? it's just a Canadian takeoff on anything that but what's has the question mark about? caramel. I don't know. I'm not a. Is this the, from the Riddler? I'm not a Cadbury is the representative. Canadian? Is Jim Carrey Canadian? Yes, he is. So the Riddler is Canadian. It could be. <laughs> I mean, the best Riddler is Canadian. <laughs> what is right, so Gordon researching over there? Oh, this just is Cadbury. Oh, there's like different little things. How what many is this? calories? Is this a dreidel? <laughs> dreidel. <laughs> Why is there a dreidel on here? 
It's like a weird dreidel. I don't know. It's been a while since I've been down the Cadbury Road, so. Is there a Cadbury Road? Is it like Hershey, Pennsylvania? Probably. Oh, I didn't get any question marks. I got a Darn. plus sign. I got like a weird Illuminati symbol. I got my Illuminati symbol. <laughs> Did you get this one? I got a plus sign. Oh, no, I got this. Like all seeing eye situation. Oh, no, that's not an all seeing eye. <laughs> And then, and then I got like something that looks like um Oh I got so many. What? Look at that. That's cheating. Part of me just wants to punch your candy bar nope. right in the face. Look at all look so at all that Illuminati on there. What are the symbols for? I don't know. Oh, Maybe mine. that's a part of the puzzle. Is there a puzzle? Are you trying to collect them all? Is this how they get you to eat more co- Pokemon? Like what? yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think so. Gotta catch them all. That's very confusing. Why doesn't it explain it? Why are there question marks? I'm not even gonna eat this till I know. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this goes bad this year. Oh, no. Best before 2020. Before 2020? Yeah, it says best before 2020. AL24. Do you guys have different months? I guess we just swap What is them AL? I, I forgot. What is this thing with the Hebrew in it? What's that about? Dude, Why I'm is still not a representative of Cadbury Company. I think you are. Why is there Hebrew on the back of my candy? But what does that mean? Your curiosity is diminishing your appreciation for just... No, it's <laughs> yes, not. It it's, uh, it's, it's enhancing it. You have read more of that wrapper than I have ever read in any time accumulatively <laughs> of eating a caramel bar. I haven't even read the ingredients yet. <laughs> Good luck. Are they in French? They are in French. Oh, cool. No, they're not. There's an English one. If you can peel it up high enough. Yeah, they don't want you to know what's in here. I like it. It's good. It's good with coffee too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's a good idea because we have coffee and it's like black coffee, and then you yeah. have your candy. two of us have good coffee, and one of us has a weird. I have cold coffee. Exactly. Cold coffee. There's no reason in Visalia to ever drink hot coffee because it's never other cold than enough. every day. No, it's never cold enough to drink hot coffee. I don't. It makes my insides hot. You know what I mean? And then I was like, ah, why are my insides hot? I don't like that. <laughs> I don't. I don't appreciate the inside of my body feeling hot. The angst you have. Is yeah, I get like, I get like weird and jittery. But it's not from the caffeine because caffeine doesn't really affect me that much. I have this much energy if I have no caffeine, and so it's just like the jitters from the heat that's inside my body. Yeah, from the coffee. I love it. I don't like it. I do not like <laughs> it. Riley's not going to camp, which means we're going to lose at hockey. Darn, it's true. Gordon, you got to be Riley and go to camp. You got to be a high schooler. We need, we need you. <laughs> Help right. us, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're our only hope. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Sounds good. Looks like I'm paying for Gordon to go to camp. <laughs> good to get a sibling <laughs> discount. <laughs> He's now Evan's brother. That's right. We'll just sneak him up there. They won't notice. No. You know what I mean? Like, if we showed up with I'm smaller kids, than all your high school boys. <laughs> just just really honest. Yeah. Like, not all of them. It's a weird, like, Dutch thing here. Like, there's the Dutch kids who are really tall, and then there's the Hispanic people, and they're, like, smaller. But there's no, like, average size. There's very few average-sized high school boys. Somewhere here. in the middle of there. There's, like, ten yeah. of them in the entire school. So there's, like, oh, those are, like, average, like, 5'9", five, 5'10", five, height people. Everyone else is, like, six foot or taller or 5'8", or shorter. And you're, like, what is going on? Where did the middle go? 5'6", is, is average. I am <clears throat> average height. You are that includes Gordon. China. <laughs> <laughs> That is racist. <laughs> no, it's not. That's statistically accurate. <laughs> like, 
It includes places that have way more people. When did we start measuring average height in America based upon the? Not in of America. In it, that's not an American state stat. The American stat is five nine five ten. That's what I'm saying. Worldwide, it's five six. That's. That's so what, what it, I said was statistically so accurate. So one point seven billion people have right. brought the average. India, out. China, altogether, there like there aren't Indian people in the NBA. I just like that's just a fact. Hassan Minhaj, or what is? How do you say his name? Hassan Minhaj. Sorry, my bad. Um, it's probably like the tallest dude in the whole country. In the whole country. <laughs> the whole country. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but. <laughs> I'll, I'll, we haven't been that concerned I'll about shoot him an truthful statistics. And, ask him, and I'll be like, hey, uh, are you the tallest person from India? We could probably look it up. Tallest Indian person ever. Like, I'm just saying, I feel like there's a lot of people included in there. And I agree. Yeah. Like, America has a pretty small population for being as big, like as much of a world power as we are. That's all I'm saying. That's true, actually. Because our cities aren't really that big either. Like, Because China has mega cities yeah. that have like the number of people that are in the United States <clears throat> in the city. And you're like, how did you get so many people in the city? And it's just because you just the city takes over. Like if yeah. we were in China, we would be part of LA right now. You know yeah, what I mean? Just, like we just would just all together. <laughs> just kinda, they'd keep moving out. They'd take out the mountains and just take them out. <laughs> we're removing these mountains. <laughs> we don't need these. Who needs mountains? And then <laughs> that's how I feel. You know, like I feel like whoever built roads that are like winding through mountains, that's stupid. Why'd you do that? Just build a tunnel. Why don't we have more tunnels? Um, I don't know. That's... Why do I have to drive up the mountain to get to the other side of the mountain? I don't want to do that. I want to drive through the it's mountain. It's the joy of driving on the mountain. Although I had an MRI yesterday, and I think that's what it's going to be like when Elon Musk finally makes his people pods. He's just wedged in there? Yeah, you're just kind of like in there, and you're like... And it feels like one of those water slides where they just like shoot you. like They drop the floor out underneath you, yep. and you're like, this is way too tight. Why am I in here? And then all of a sudden you realize... My, ah! hands, my hands were going numb because they were outside the thing, yep. and the air conditioning was on my hands, and I was like... And you have that mm-hmm. thing to like panic button, and I was like, "Oh, my hand's gonna like twitch because it's." <laughs> that's right. They're gonna think I'm panicking. Panic, there were panic. claw marks in the MRI machine. Oh, that's awesome. Someone lost it in there. Someone was like, "Let me out!" <laughs> <laughs> they went full Wolverine on it. <laughs> just. <laughs> and I was like, it's, "This isn't scary. This is just weird." It's the claustrophobia. Is it? I didn't. I didn't feel claustrophobic. I just felt like strange. I fell asleep within ten seconds. I almost fell asleep, but they kept waking me up. They were like, remember to breathe. And I was like, I'm just like, how can I forget? Yeah, like, I'm just going to take a nap now. That's right. And then can you like, make the MRI longer so I can have like a. <laughs> no, I don't think they could have. Because <laughs> we got there at two, we left at five. Yeah. It was awkward. It was weird. MRIs are weird. They put you those weird socks on you. They give you those weird socks that you have to wear because you can't wear your real clothes because your real clothes might have metal in them. Yeah. Uh, and those weird socks are made for both feet, which means they're made for no feet. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like hospital socks. It's like, yeah. what, what is this? That these they're, aren't for feet. They're all just deaf. Whose feet are these for? These are for like Mr. Tumnus from <laughs> from Chronicles of Narnia because they're just like flat and weird. Anyway, that's not really one of our topics. This is a good candy bar, by the way. It is a good um, All right. So what I realized also is I'm becoming an old man, which I guess makes sense because I'm at like the middle of my life. Um, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> just like bothering even, you even, guys. even if 58 is it, you're still not at the middle. I'm close. I got three years. Uh, <laughs> three years to the middle. And actually... Two years because I'm about to turn 27. So, but they say that you're uh, like the I'm on the top of the hill. That's are, like, yeah. the best years. I don't think that's what people say because they say like 40 is over the hill, which 40 is no one would say 40 was their peak, right? Well, that's already over. No, 35. 35 is your peak between 30 and 35. Um, Jesus years physically, you're at your peak, like I am late at my 20s, peak right now, physically, yeah. right? Physically, but mentally, not, like, and career wise, career wise, around 40. Uh, career wise is around 50, though. 
Or you could change. So that, um, you know what I mean? Depends. Depending. Uh, yeah. Okay. It just depends on what track you're What on. I'm saying is, I'm becoming an old man. And you know how I know this? How do you know this? So we watched all the Star Wars movies last week. Okay. Disney Plus, we watched all the Star Wars movies and all of the Mandalorian. I just don't sleep, so don't worry about it. Um, the But I did sleep. I fell asleep during... Mandalorian. The, no. Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> the best Star Wars movie. <laughs> I fell asleep during that movie and slept through half of it. And not in bed. No, no. <laughs> I was sitting on a chair <laughs> and fell asleep multiple times. You chair or you'd be make? Uh, both. Uh, both of the different times, different movies... Beanbag all the time. If I'm sitting in our in our like Zorby thing, it's like a giant beanbag, yeah. and I'm watching a show. It can be 9 p.m. and I'm asleep within 10 minutes. Of course just, it is. Oh, okay, I'm done. And then they coat that with some kind of. But I have a chair that's just like a square chair. It doesn't look like it'd be comfortable to sleep in at all. And I fell asleep in that chair with my feet on the ground. It's not. See, Gordon knows. He tries to sleep at my house all the time. He's like, "Why am I still here? It's nine o'clock." Uh, <laughs> We're watching Star Wars movies, and I just keep falling asleep. And not even just during the boring parts, because for real, people love Star Wars, but there are a lot of really boring parts to Star Wars. Sure there are. Like, even the originals. There's some parts where you're like, well, this is taking a while to get going. What are we doing? And we watched The Last Jedi again, and it was confirmed that that movie is about an hour too long. Like, what? Like oh, man, what are they doing? And we're going to see this new Star Wars movie, and I am am not optimistic. You know what I mean? Like, I'm probably going to fall asleep. You haven't seen the the new one yet? No, not the newest one. We're going to go see All it on right. Monday. I'm not optimistic. I, <laughs> I'm concerned there's going to be too much Trade Federation. Uh, and they had that slave kid in The <laughs> in the Last Jedi. And they, I'm like, oh, no, it's going to be Anakin. Like, is he going to be evil? Like, And he used the Force, but he's a slave on that stupid planet they had to go to for no reason. Just give someone the power to break codes. Like, we don't have to go to a different planet and find a guy in a casino. We don't have to do that. Just say, oh, I have that. I can do that. You're just making you, up you don't characters need the anyway. Story yeah, that, you don't need it? that. You, you could just you that, threw that didn't this random. Increase the probability and believability. No, you have that lady that you just threw into the. We don't know her. Just throw her into being. She also can break coats. We don't know. Like we that. don't know her. You know, we've never seen her in any movie. We saw her sister die at the beginning of the movie, but we don't, we don't know who that lady is. And so just, I can do that. Or that's, take C three PO. And that's how I feel R2-D2. about the Mandalorian. <sighs> no, the, the first the six episodes unnecessary. Were the last two good, though? I haven't been there yet. I have not worked up the courage to go. Oh, they're so good. There's, like, shootouts and, like, evil empire people, and right. it's wonderful. And flamethrowers. And I just don't know how it got the momentum that it did because it's based wonderful. on the first few episodes. Oh, it's so good. It's so it's a Canadian. Western. It's not even funny. It's a Canadian soap but opera. we're not Canadian. We don't, we don't know that. You think this is fascinating for yeah. me? It's like, I'm watching, like... That's what I'm saying. You uh, feel like, because you're from Canada, you're like, what? Is John Favreau Canadian? Yeah, Hold on. How many Canadian soap operas have you watched? Enough. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> All of them. No, every show in Canada is essentially the same show. It doesn't matter what it is. Is John Favreau Canadian? I don't even know who John Favreau is. Jeremiah's in disillusion. We've got him to be quiet. There it is. You, you and did his, it. His cord's not even <laughs> unplugged. Yeah, I can't. I can't see right now. I have not seen the Magic Island yet. There you go. It's not worth it. Is John Favreau an elf? That's not what I care about. <laughs> Thanks, Google. <laughs> Thanks, research department on is that. Is John Favreau Canadian? Is there an X at the end of his name? No. Then he's not. <laughs> Makes it French, right? Exactly. Uh, he's Massachusetts. That's kind of Canadian. His no. father is of French-Canadian descent, so he's kind of Canadian. It's almost there, yeah. He's like half Canadian. 
He would have kept the X. He would have been Canadian. That's probably true. Um, yeah, he's the son of Lillian and Mark. Look at that. Anyway, and who is he? He is the guy who like made that series. He thought that idea up. Yeah, it's a Star Wars Western. It's great. It's beautiful, and Baby Yoda is awesome. It's not Baby Yoda. He is a Baby Yoda. They don't tell us what his name is. He's the child, whatever. But he is a Yoda. Yoda is a name, and he, Yoda exists already know, in that. But we don't know what. I'm saving you the angry emails from actual Star Wars fans, which is not me. The, <laughs> what the alien species is called that Yoda is a part of. So he's Baby Yoda, because online people are calling him Baby Yoda. So the, the nerds are going to have to get over it. You just bought the he's Baby narrative. Yoda. <laughs> and he's awesome. So popular consensus is the right consensus for you. Yes. <laughs> Populism. <laughs> Works so well for your theology. <laughs> we have to re, re to call him anything else would be all sin. All these episodes to, to call Baby Yoda anything but Baby Yoda is sin <laughs> of the highest order, not third tier. <laughs> the highest order. <laughs> we can't share this with our CMA people now, no, uh, <laughs> especially right. not that guy. Um, anyway, so Baby Yoda is awesome. Uh, he uses the Force. He Force chokes some people, so that's pretty cool. And it's a really good series. Everyone should watch The Mandalorian. Everyone should. Everyone. Except for Canadian people, apparently. Um, <laughs> no, the rest of my family likes it. I just don't. I can't get into it. No, but they're not as Canadian as you. Uh, well, just by age, yeah, I suppose. Not even And like where they've is. lived. Yeah. Like Jaden's not Canadian at all, basically. He's turned his back on the Canadian-ness. The Do you Canadian-ness. think he'll ever come back around? Um. Because he's like really no. bought into being American. No, I don't. Th- I think he's locked. He's in. like solidly. He bought a motorcycle. Yeah, he's locked yeah. into it. <laughs> when he discovered that you could only ride a motorcycle for two months of the year, maybe in Canada, he's like, "Why would people even live there?" I'm like, well, now you know. <laughs> Struggle all the time. <laughs> like your other children is like, okay, maybe, maybe they're yeah. going to come back around to being Canadian. And Jaden's yeah. like, no, I've forsaken that old life. I'm all done. I'll be that. Canadian for you. Will you take- <laughs> if I'm replacing Riley, I'll be oh, Canadian. Fantastic. <laughs> you gotta start saying about weird. So my kids know a lot of the national anthem for Canada Obviously. Because, because we watch hockey. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's you, right. you like hockey, you're basically Canadian. <laughs> I, I don't mind you that as a criteria those, you at accept all. all those people? <laughs> no. That's actually the citizenship test. <laughs> if you can explain the rules to hockey. If you're in. And curling. Offside. Yep. Yeah, that took me a while. That took video games. <laughs> Someone explained it to me, and I was like, what are you saying? Yeah. And then I played an NHL video game, and I was like, why do I keep getting called for offsides? And then I figured it out. That's good. And I was like, nice. Video games. Video games help you learn sports. It's true, actually. Yeah. Um, all right, so it's 2020, and I guess this is our first podcast because our last podcast was garbage. Um, so my question is, things we are looking forward to in 2020. Last time we talked about, we, d- we did New Year's resolutions, but... Gordon won't tell anyone his New Year's resolutions. So uh, instead... It, do you just not have them or you just not He has them. Him? He just won't tell anyone. He's being very secretive, which is not helpful for a podcast where we're telling people. If we're keeping secrets. <laughs> <laughs> secrets don't make friends, Gordon. Secrets save me pain and heartache. Wow. That's a weird... <laughs> that way... That way weird resolutions. All over the place and nobody knows. <laughs> oh, man. So things we are looking forward to... In 2020, or in this decade, huh? In this decade, wow. I mean, it really big. That's big. That's too big. That's yeah, a whole that's season of life. That, like, I wouldn't have any kids living in my house at Whoa, the end of this. You'll decade. be an empty nester. Yeah. Is that what you're looking forward to? Can you to? believe that? No, I'm just. I was just thinking oh. about this the other day. Is ten years would be 
Elena at 22 graduating college. I'll have middle schoolers. That's crazy tenure. I'm so looking forward to that. <clears throat> that's like reliving. <laughs> that's like relo- reliving half of my married life. Oh, Ten middle years. schoolers are hilarious. Uh, I'll be an empty nester. My kids will be in boarding school. <laughs> that's right. You can kick that off way early. <laughs> So that's what you're looking forward to in the next 10 years is Empty Nest. I don't know if I'm looking forward to you it. Should be. Everyone's all traumatized by it, so we'll see how Who it goes Who is traumatized? There's so much parenting regret that happens when you say, kids you know leave what? Home. Here's my thing. Every, your kids are going to screw up their kids, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're all pretty bad at this. That's, right. that's my parenting philosophy. Just pay for the first year of therapy. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saving up for. Or find someone who do it for free. You know, yeah, them. they do that online now. You can just like send them that That's app. True, isn't it? <laughs> I heard about that. <laughs> Jaden, uh, here's your phone. We installed this app for you. That's right. Hope uh, you feel better about your life <laughs> and ours. <laughs> sorry, I guess sorry. We but, wish you well. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> does that take like mental fortitude to say sorry like an American person? It does. It doesn't That's, come out it's right. Weird, right? Yeah. There's certain words that I say that Lisa said. I don't even know what they are. Um, accent. Saying the word accent and my accent. normal voice is weird. It always, like, if I say it and I'm just, like, talking, it comes out in, like, a Kentucky weird, like, twangy way. And it's like, what is that? Where did that come from? <laughs> Who are you? It's just a flashback. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, so what are we looking forward to in 2020? Other than in the next 10 years, all of your children will move out. Are you kicking them out? Is that the plan? Well, I've... Uh, Eventually? I've always said that on the two weeks before their 18th birthday, I'm replacing their dressers with suitcases. <laughs> So they get used to <laughs> but packing for their go. I didn't do that to Jaden. So but Jaden, that's right. I kind of broke my own mold right out of the gate. Um, 22. I'm, you I know? just First keep jacking up the rent. Firstborns. Oh, yeah. That was, that was the best. Firstborns get everything. <laughs> that's right. That's what the young ones say. They get to do whatever they want. That's the, the opposite of true. Um, it's the opposite of true. It's the babies. At least the old ones, that's what they say. Yeah. The middle people yeah. or the sneaky ones. I'm, I am looking forward to, to seeing, I guess, hit, hitting this new stage of my kids personalizing their existence, you know, with their own <laughs> desires, their own wants. Like, like they're, they're becoming their people own now. people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I am looking forward to seeing more of who, the, not so much just the potential of who they become, but also the characteristics that they actually develop. I'm looking forward to seeing that, uh, especially in the younger two, because... I mean, right now they're still just pods going through existence. Yep. And junior high is. Yeah. You're so. just an awkward little pod. You don't know what to do with your arms. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's growing at different rates like, and different percentages. <laughs> Why is the hair growing out of my face? <laughs> How do I shave? Yeah. Yep. So I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to that. Gordon, what you got? Are we going this year or sure. for the decade? Whatever. Both. Well, this year I will be married 10 years, so... You did it! Hurrah, hurrah. She's stuck with you now. Well, this year. (laughs) (laughs) Not not all the way there yet. (laughs) You know, it's like that thing, like, if you you know someone for seven years, you'll be friends for life? Yeah. Kind of thing? I don't know if that works for marriages. I don't think... I think it is. Seven years is usually the... So I got six more. Oh, no, they made it! I think this year is eight. Then you're good. No, this year is seven. I made it! Hey! Hurrah! I still have six more years to see if this works out or his friendship with you. Is that yeah. what you're saying? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's on the rocks sometime. Like, uh, only, when he's, only when he's driving in the rain. No, it's just people here. Look, 
People in California. <laughs> He's not hard to get off track at all. Dude. No, we <laughs> drove up to Stanford. It was raining in Visalia. People in Visalia, rain and cold does not equal ice. It's not cold enough here for it to be dangerous to drive. And it doesn't rain hard enough here for it to be dangerous to drive. So just drive your car. There's a gas pedal and a brake pedal. And if you're not going to drive the speed limit, even though it's sprinkling and you can see everything, then get over in the right lane and let me go 80. Which is not the speed limit no, anywhere. But in it this should state. be. It should be right. constantly the speed limit. But in the there, there is one caution, though, in the fall when the first rains come. The, so, the, like December. The ground, exactly. Late, late, <laughs> super late fall. The late fall. All of the roads are covered in silt, like dirt, yes. right? So the first little muddy. bit that it rains. But at this point, we're past that. We are. We are past that. And the people just, like, they freak out. The other day was just cold. It wasn't even raining. And everyone's driving 10 under the speed limit. Because they think their cars are cold like they are. They're not. Your car is fine. (laughs) People drive your same car in Chicago, and they just start driving as soon as they get in it. Because they're trying to get where they're going. Because it's too cold to be outside anymore. sit there waiting. Just drive the car. You can make turns at the same rate you were making them before. Because there's no ice. You're not going to spin out unless you're an idiot. (sighs) Ah. He did spin out yesterday. We want to talk about that. <laughs> no, my car tried to turn right. <laughs> like my, it wasn't a spinning out. My steering wheel was just like, let's go that way. <laughs> it was more of a, uh, yeah. Don't worry about it. Anyway, back to you, Gordon. <laughs> we were we were looking at what you're looking forward to. <laughs> not death. <laughs> For not to die in the next ten years. Ten years, yeah. Um. I will be probably ordained. There you go. That's goes, something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. If everything goes right, and my kids will be middle schoolers like yours. Yeah. In 10 years, we'll have middle schoolers. It's pretty crazy. And possibly freshmen. Depends. Yeah. yeah. That's great. I'm so excited for middle school. You know? I am, I am looking forward You're to You're going to be even more invested in middle school than you are now. I'm not really looking forward to elementary. Like the... I do... How can you not look forward Dude, to elementary? No, it's basically like here. just arts no. and crafts. Six for to six twelve years. is my least favorite age of children. That's why I don't volunteer to help for it's Gordon right. for things for six to twelve. Which years. is which is I fair don't. because I don't volunteer for his either. Yeah, he's not trying to help with the middle schoolers and high schools, and I'm I'm like he's just Dude, relieved to if hand you them need off help at the age with of people 11. below kindergarten, I'm there. If you need help with people from six to twelve, they just frustrate me. They make me mad. I don't know why. I just get very frustrated with the six to twelve year olds. So not really looking forward to that part of the next 10 years which Gord, or Monroe will be solidly in in 10 years yeah, um, be very but I'm it. looking forward to the like having a 12 and 14 year old and then having a 12, 14 and 16 year old oh that's gonna be great that's gonna be glorious it will be oh man teenagers are so much fun so silly they think they know things <laughs> so silly <laughs> silly teens <laughs> I love it growing into their opinions yeah that's just like oh great have such an attitude and it's hilarious. And they think they know things and they want to do things that they can't do. And they don't know why. Mm-hmm. And it's just Just feel great. jilted by life. And they smell bad. <laughs> and they don't that's, realize that's the part bad. of this that Melanie's oh. looking forward to growing out of. Right. Like, when they when will hit this like 20 over? and that they don't have too much testosterone in their body anymore. Because yep. that's what happens to boys when Let they're it teenagers. Be done. Is that they have too many hormones and they start leaking out of their pores. And so that's why they smell so bad. It's actually nothing they can do about it. Oh, it's great. When they can actually stay up at night because the melatonin stops kicking in so early, so they're not going to sleep at like seven o'clock. That's lame. Stop being so lame, you know. My kids won't be lame. Stop anymore. being lame with your age and stuff. <laughs> my kids aren't lame. My kids are pretty cool, but you know, it'll be fun when we can like stay up. We can go to like midnight I think movies. Your, I think your kids stayed up longer than Gordon did. 
No. My kids went to sleep. My his kids, kids stayed up longer his than kid, him. Yeah. He's in for a, a treat when they're teenagers. <laughs> and he's like, I have to stay up. To Anything after 930 thing. is going to be <laughs> self-raising. <laughs> you guys are going to lock people in their rooms. Just, it's room time. It's room time after 930. <laughs> You're not allowed to come out. <laughs> Your curfew but, is nine thirty. But I saw this thing. Why? Because that's my curfew. One of the secrets to success. <laughs> that's right. You're influenced by my limitations. Well, one of this, like the you know, resolutions for the new year is go to sleep early, wake up early. So no. there's this whole movement of I'm going to go to bed by ten and Why? get up at six. Who cares? Secret to success. That's my one. Well, that's yeah. not a secret to success. Eight hours of sleep is a secret to success. That's get right. out of here. Stop sleeping so much. You know. That's all about health. I'm talking about go to sleep between balance. midnight and one. There is no balance. Life work balance is a lie. All in. All it's the time. no, it just it's a lie. Like it, it just there are different parts and times in your life where different things are required of you. So if you're always looking for balance, you're never going to have anything because you're always like, "Well, oh, I got to balance this stuff." Sometimes you got to do more work stuff. Sometimes you have time to do more life stuff. And you just got to figure it out. It's it's not there's not perfect boxes that you can put your life in. Amen. Life work balance is a lie. Don't try to do that in 2020. Is that what you're looking forward to? Cuz if it is, I'm be mad. <laughs> <laughs> Gordon has to offer to this moment. Yes, my life is perfectly balanced. Perfectly balanced. There's never any like chaos. No. Most of it is chaos. Adapt or die. <laughs> <laughs> like that's yeah. Yeah, I know it doesn't change. Someday you'll appreciate sleep. Yeah. When I'm dead. <laughs> I've always appreciated all of the sleep that I I've appreciate gotten. my sleep, but it's not hard for me to fall asleep. I think that's what it is. Is like when I want to go to sleep, I just go to sleep. Like, it's not... Yeah, no, there's no work to it. There's no, like... There's not, like, a process. And so, I get six hours of sleep a night. Like, it just... Like, that's what happens. I go to bed at midnight. I wake up at six. I'm good. Yeah. And if I get eight out, more than eight hours of sleep... Like, some of our college people are trying to sleep all the time. And I'm not about that life. They're like, I gotta go to bed at ten so I can wake up at eight. What are you doing? Like, what? That's too much sleep. And if I get that much sleep, I would be grumpy. Like, I wake up and I'm yeah. weird... And groggy and mad, and it's like that's not good. That's because you you feel like you're behind before you even get started, though. Maybe unless yeah. I'm sick. I feel like I'm that sick, because I'm I just, on the West Coast. I sleep, the West Coast I is s- messing with you. <laughs> I sleep for a day if I'm sick, and then I'm good. That's one of my favorite parts of the West Coast is that everything's already done by the time I'm going to bed. <laughs> like my ho- my hockey team has played no matter where they're playing. By ten thirty, they they've played. I know it, what the score is. It, Baseball team. It's not about going everything. to bed. It's about getting up. Like I'm. Oh, dude, stuff's uh, already happened. Stuff's. Like, I have friends on the East Coast, That's and they've things been, have happened. They know like, things you don't know. And they've been texting me since <laughs> 6 o'clock my time. <laughs> 6 o'clock our time isn't that bad. My children, my, my boys have decided that they want to synchronize when they wake up now. Well, that's handy. So they wake up between 6.30 and 7.15 every day. That's really good. Yeah. And they, but they wake up at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Like it, and I don't know if that's actually true or if I just can't hear them screaming. <laughs> I've chosen to listen to you between 6.30 and 7. But about 6.30 is the earliest. This morning it was 6.15. Um, well, the first time it was 4.40, and I was like, I'm not doing that. That's, I'm that's not that <laughs> you go back to sleep, because 4.40 is too early. Um, it was like 6.15. It's pretty crazy. Did you actually say something you're looking forward to? I keep interrupting you. I'm sorry. I did. Okay. You're going to have to go back and listen. There you go. All right. <laughs> I will. I'll have to edit this, so I'll figure it out. Um, that's one of my New Year's resolutions that's bad that I haven't figured out how to put into an actual New Year's resolution is to admit when I'm wrong more. But that's not a good resolution, because I can't like measure that. I don't know how much I... I probably Anything admitted, that has the word more in it, you right, really can't measure. Right. So, like... But I probably last year, I admitted, admitted that I was wrong probably, like, once. So, if I... Like, right now... I'm sorry, I interrupted It's pretty you, early. So I've, I've tied. 
So I just have to do it one more time. That's right. You can might just trip into it. <laughs> You'll fall across the end zone once. I'll accidentally make that one. Yeah. The other ones are more intentional. Something that I am looking forward to, because we just moved back into Visalia, we got the, bought a house here, is like settling down. Because I'm, I'm tired of the over-under on our move being every two years. No matter where we live, no matter how far apart we, the, the moves may be. So that's I am looking forward to that. I think we're, uh, Melanie and I were just saying yesterday, I think that the house that we're in suits our needs perfectly now. We see it doing so in the future. Um, and so I feel like we're putting roots down in in our home, in the community that we live in. So I would say that's something I'm definitely looking forward to. Yeah. I don't know. I'm looking forward to reading more books. I have like books that I'm planning on reading. Not I have like set books that I'm planning on reading. I'm reading a bunch of fiction books. It'd be great. Yeah. I'm reading War and Peace right now. So super long. Well, I'm listening to War and Peace. I'm counting it though. It doesn't count. It does count. If your eyes don't see words, it doesn't count. I look at the screen and it says War and Peace. And then I hit play. Nope. And I see That's words. My kids think they're reading too. And I, I was like, no, you're listening to an audio book, which means you're absorbing only a fraction of the No, content. I think I've remembered a lot of it. So you're an auditory learner? Yeah. Last year. <laughs> can't stand any of those people. So am I. I everything. <laughs> so am I. So are you? Well, then, uh, your, your 50,000 pages that you read every month doesn't count. No, he count actually then. reads them. I read most of those, most yeah. Most of those are not on All right, fine. I'm going to read most of mine, but I got a like free Audible thing. So I was like, I can yeah. read two of my books this way and I can do War and Peace this way. Because I've tried to read War and Peace before and it's like really long and like it's just like depressing when you are reading a super long book and it, you've started it. Yeah. You can go through and then a month later, you're your like, life and still be in I'm still in shit. Like the first book of this? Like what? <laughs> How long is this book? And you never like once you get to the middle, you're good. But Lord of the Rings was like that. Yeah. You get to the Council of Elrond, and you're like, how long are they going to talk about this ring? Just decide what you're doing. Like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> and, the- <laughs> and that's where most people stop reading Lord of the Rings is Council of Elrond. Um, first chapter. First chapter. What's wrong with you? Can't get through it. Um, but you I, can listen to it. I've tried three times. <sighs> Dude, that's crazy. I tried starting with The Hobbit. I just couldn't. <laughs> that's crazy, man. Well, we had um, to. It was obligatory. Other things I'm looking forward to, I'm going to get ordained. Uh, I'm going to try to apply to another master's degree, so it's be dope, because I like school. I'm pretty excited about school. I thought you were doing a doctoral degree. But I got to do the master's degree before I do the doctorate degree. What master's degree? But master's DHM. Oh, stop it with the DHM. What do you need a DHM <laughs> because for? Because a lot of the PhD programs, they want you to do a DHM first. They should knock it off because it's a useless <laughs> degree. <laughs> it's like writing a doctorate before a doctor. It's like Dr. Yeah. Light. Yeah, exactly. To make so sure wh- that you so actually want to do it. Do it. <laughs> I think that's no. why. No. <laughs> the people want you to have a DHM so they no. make sure that they're you're They're justifying their existence. They are. It's, aca- it's academics justifying their existence. Eternity. And, uh, don't don't I, give in to the scheme. <laughs> don't buy into the agenda. Sure allowed to not. Yes, you can. Don't tell the, tell the overlords you're not going to keep bossing me around with your degrees. <laughs> no, go, learn your, go learn your French. You go learn your German. And go get your PhD. Knock it off. Fine, I'm gonna apply, but I'm gonna apply to things. I have to take the GRE either way. Yeah. Uh, so I have to like relearn math. And since I wasn't very good at counting the earlier, <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be a struggle. Ah, <laughs> uh, so I'm not really looking forward to learning math, but uh, I have to learn math. Uh, in the decade, I'm looking forward to having middle schoolers. There you go. Being done with elementary school. Mm-hmm. It's the, the part of parenting that I'm dreading the most. I'm just gonna give my kids to Gordon. We can just trade. You can have my kids for elementary school, and then I'll take your kids for middle school, high school. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, <laughs> Since Gordon's already shipping them off, you might actually get some money out of this. Oh, nice. <laughs> Room and board. You're not the first one to offer this trade to me. I feel like that's a good trade, you know? Pretty solid. 
I also get people wanting me to trade for preschoolers, which I would take too. What? Oh. People don't want to do preschool in early Adam. Why? Preschool's easy. It's, it's hard for some people. Yeah, I guess it's like a you hit your stride somewhere. Yeah. Some people, I mean, some people, it's like when their kids are adults, so that takes a while. You know, you gotta. <laughs> some, that's a phase a lot of the parents aren't looking forward to. Oh, let's man. let's see how this turns out. Let's see. I have. Uh, let's see. So my last my last topic is this, and I want I told Gordon we were gonna talk about this. So um, my last topic was to see <clears throat> how much racism I was allowed to talk about. How much racism you're is that like a permission question to me? Yeah. <laughs> As much as I want, great. Okay. Well, you so. can you can <laughs> you can talk about as much racism as you want. I'm not going to be racist. Can we be racist? No, 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 no we no, can't no. do that. <laughs> but I guess we're going to have that as a part of our evaluation process. No, How no, racist am be, I? No, that's a new segment. <laughs> we can do that with like the Cavs coach who called the people thugs and said he was trying to say slugs. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um. So, no. So a bunch of new football coaches got hired. Yes. They were all white. Um, no surprise. There's only three black coaches in the NFL or non-white coaches in the NFL. My organization is perfect. Because of the Steelers, man. The Steelers are like holding the line. They're like, mm-hmm. we're just going to keep this guy, you know? Perfect organization. Yeah, kept Big Ben for a really long time. I don't know. <laughs> when he, when he <laughs> comes <laughs> back, you will make another mistake. It's okay. Bray can't take shots anymore. <laughs> can't take shots anymore? Has he ever <laughs> taken shots? I think every time he gets hit, he looks at the ref, doesn't he? Yeah, pretty much. So, um, but point is, they have like this Rooney rule thing. Right. They started in 2003. You have to interview people who are not white, mm-hmm. which is a weird rule anyway. But it seems like typically what people do is they, are you dead too? Did you, did you go away? I think I'm dead. Nope. Oh, no. there you are. Hello. Um, basically, people interview a black candidate so they can interview the white candidate they want. But I was thinking about this, and I think it's very That's similar. your interpretation of that particular application of the rule. When you just bring in Marvin Lewis, which you already know everything, which about. you know is you're not going to hire. <laughs> yeah, that's my interpretation okay, of what is your, happening with right. Jerry Jones um, and the Cowboys is that they wanted to hire Mike McCarthy because he Mike McCarthy because they had him have a sleepover with Jerry Jones, which is bizarre and weird. Um, when you say it like that, it is. He slept in his house. Doesn't what matter, would you call you it? <laughs> <laughs> when you have people stay over at your house, you don't call it a sleepover yes. every time. When it's Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy, I do. All right. uh, <laughs> do you think they ate popcorn and watched yeah, movies they together? They probably did. <laughs> Scary movies all night. They just went to the Jerry Dome and, and watched Marvin Lewis the did IMAX. not get that. Marvin Lewis got an interview. Uh, that, that was the interview. That was at, that was before they hired him. He was like, well, why don't you stay at my house? Um, that's weird. Very strange. All right. um, but I was thinking about it. And from, um, what is that book called? Um... Brian Loritz, um, who you always call the wrong name, he had a book that I I read this year, past year uh, that was um, oh man, right, cult, right color, wrong culture, something like that, something like that, something like that, something along those lines. Yeah. Um, and basically, it was about like hiring your first, like it was like a story about these people hiring their first non-white staff member. Hmm. And I think a lot of times churches end up looking like the NFL where it's like, well, we want to interview these people because we want to feel like we're diverse. But the real issue is we don't really want to offend any white people um, by possibly like overlooking white candidates right. because we feel like we're hiring a token person. Oh, I just dinged you just myself. yourself. <laughs> we feel like we're... <laughs> is that a Freudian <laughs> We feel like we are... Like if we hired a non-white person, we'd just be hiring a token person to be the non-white person. And instead of hiring the best person... Which I feel like shouldn't really be our concern at this point. Like, we've broken the system 
to a point where the like did you just say that again we're we're not hiring we're them. concerned like sometimes i think what people's concern is and i think this is in the nfl too that if they hired a black person it would be seen as just hiring the token black person rather than hiring the best person the problem is that in um a lot of like uh black cultures the idea that they are that people grow up with is you have to be exceptional in order to be as good as an average white person okay so in order to get the same job as your average white guy you have to stand out stand out even more you can't have the same like if it was me and a black guy right and we have the same everything's the same um then most and most uh families like black families they would say like that guy needs to do more so that he stands out more right. and that's true in the nfl and i think that's also true in churches that are not uh black churches that like we think they need to be like super exceptional to prove that they're better than the other person and it's like that's not necessarily true like we could if we based our hiring more on and i, I think it should change in church before it changes in the nfl probably we probably should be ahead of the nfl uh, just slightly on most um, things, yeah. <laughs> on yeah. most of the things, and I feel like what is our concussion policy? <laughs> don't get one. Don't don't get concussions, um, which I may have broken. Not for me. Back into but, hockey. <laughs> um, but I feel like it's a like an issue that we are unwilling to deal with, um, and I think the CMA does a good job of this, or has been doing a good job in the past year of this, especially with like the council stuff where they decided they weren't going to be afraid of hurting old white guys' feelings. Um, but in our in the way we hire people, in the way that we promote people, um, being willing to look at people who have the same qualifications rather than being like, well, if they have the same qualifications and we hire this guy and he's black, then it's just a token black guy. Like, that's not true. He could just be the right candidate. Yeah. He could actually be called to the thing. And, yeah. But you also, I don't know, from my position or Jeremiah's position, how I mean people of color were actually applied probably mm-hmm. zero to none no we had when, when we were hiring you guys we had applicants that were diverse if a range of men and women uh, any kind of ethnicity or even i was just curious yeah i think i think like football well obviously that's a that's an enterprise first before it's a community so church was a community where we all have equal standing before god mm-hmm I would say that the idea of the old boys club or whatever you want to describe it is probably more prevalent in areas of industry than it would be Typically. in church. Although obviously there there's there's expressions of that, but I would say like looking at this situation like McCarthy's a good coach. Sure. He has a history, a yep. track record, all that kind of stuff. Did really well developing Rodgers even though Rodgers wouldn't admit it. Um they've got a young coach, they've got a young quarterback in Prescott, they want to develop him. And so I think there are some times where it's like, that's the guy that I want sure. regardless. So I think, I think he wanted McCarthy. Right. No and then he had what, to follow the rule in order in, to, in order to McCarthy. do McCarthy. But there were other jobs where it seems like they didn't even try. They were just like, we're going to hire this guy. And it's like people that no one's ever heard of. Right. You don't know if that guy's a good coach. But I think as long as the, the ownership in the league stays the way that it is, the only way that you would get change is to have a rule. Right. Because right. those, those people still operate just in the same spheres. All of the owners, they're not they're insulated right they're separate from all of their entities um so they're they're really not developing new relationships they're not developing and cultivating new things they've made their success by keeping their circles small so when an opportunity to hire a new coach comes there's only 32 opportunities for that yep and the number of available options the only way you're going to enter into 
something that's outside of what already exists as if there's a rule that says you need to. Otherwise, it'll just be this is like it's almost uh, what do you call that um, when you hire within the family? Nepotism. Nepotism. It, there's there's nepotism. Right. Just rampant. So yes. So that's I think that's in where finances matter and when there's egos and agendas, you have to put rules in place to break that cycle. Sure. Um, for church, um, I, I guess it's it's to me a, a foreign idea that we wouldn't hire the most qualified person regardless of what their right. color and language I th- is. I mean, maybe it's it's the churches that I was a part of or where I was, but right. like I feel like that is <clears throat> like a pretty standard thing, I, at least from my view of what churches do. Like it might not be in the CMA, it, but uh, so like the Southern Baptist people, I feel sure. like that is partially because they do not have as many uh, non-white people going to their seminaries. Right. Um, so they're not, they have like a failure there that they're not um, marketing well. That the, the image that people have of a Southern Baptist seminary isn't good, and for good reason. Um, and from, a, so, from, a di- from a diversity, standpoint. <laughs> right? Like from a diversity standpoint, they're, they're like it's like good academically, but like maybe <laughs> no. <laughs> Most of them are good academic. Like at least like Southern in Louisville is a good academic school. Like you look at the people who are there as scholars, and you're like, okay, yeah, respectable work. And yeah. but then the issue becomes like why then is like one percent of the people who are here. African-American and like it's like almost like I don't, I don't know what the actual percentage is just, mm-hmm. just from like looking around yeah. at being at Southern like 90% of the people here are white like this is weird this seems strange um, I, I think it's because that would represent the denomination right so, so it's a denominational thing and I think the CMA does a better job of this where the at least the schools and the seminaries are diverse already so you yeah. have at least the training part kind of going on um, I don't know as far as our other churches i just think the church in america generally doesn't do a great job of being um having equality having unity Mm -hmm. on on the issue of of race like we even though we're we might be like there shouldn't be black churches we also which is my position right but we like a lot of times we don't necessarily go with like well then we're also going to hire the qualified black person to our white church like we we don't know we, don't we want more assimilation we, we that's what we actually want is we want people to just assimilate and right. become white but with different color skin like we want them to do church the way we do church and so that we don't want to really change a lot of stuff we don't really hurt anyone's feelings so we just don't hire those people because of whatever reason yeah. and i feel like that's a uh thing that the nfl like and at least in my mind like it brings to bear pretty easily like okay like, this is what's going on here right. um and that it is something that we should be thinking about. How do we think about race? So we actually have like a, a like an idea of like human dignity and what the yeah. ethics there are. So that when churches have an opening, it's not like oh, but we just want the guy who looks like us, yeah. uh, which is typically how people hire in any industry. I think industry-wise, um, yeah. You just you just well because yeah, it, it's safety, right? You want yeah. you want to you you want to have a, a you want to hire people that you believe. Um, are going to maintain whatever your value system is or your objectives are. And so the easiest way to do that is just to to look for people like yourself, which I think if if we see any departure from that in Scripture, it's that Jesus called 12 people that were completely unlike yeah. him. Like that's his, his, sure, they were all Jewish, but they were all from such you like fishermen, dynamically tax different. Whatever, exactly. zealot, like all sorts of different random... Oh. That's crazy. It's like a 
Grand Funk one. Vito. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so I would say that to a degree, um, we should be blind to those things. I'm just not sure that if we want to use white and black or Hispanic church yeah. well, dynamics here, that we, say, we're even allowed to be. Like, I would, I would invert the equation and say how many black churches, Hispanic churches, are actively looking for white Probably not very many, but that's because we're... In order to break a prejudicial or racial right. cycle. So maybe there should be, um, but as long as... And eventually, there, like, there's a shrinking majority in our country, but as long as we're the majority, I think it's up to the majority to be doing right. that. And, and that's, so that's at whatever point we're the minority, then that argument works, but that argument doesn't work if we're the majority. So we're the majority. So what I would say is, like, like here, I don't think it would necessarily be African-American people, mostly because it doesn't reflect the community. Right. So I wouldn't say we need to just like like next time we have a job opening you hire a black, black guy, guy. unless like that'd be Kelvin Kelvin unless it's Kelvin. yeah unless Kelvin wants to come to Visalia for whatever reason one guy. but like that just wouldn't actually Flow. make sense um, but it would make sense to hire someone who is Hispanic because that's fifty like here it's like even it's yeah. like fifty percent fifty percent basically um, that the people so then if you're and I think basically the rule for most churches probably should be that your staff should reflect the community. Um, and not, yeah, which technically we just do. Just your attendance. Sorry, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. can't really do anything about that now. So, and some, and some of those things are, um, I would say that uh, for myself, when I think of staff that we add to our church as a, as an organization, we're looking for people that meet or, 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 or correlate with giftings and, yeah and direction of the ministry as a whole. And so because I'm concerned about the wholeness, like the well-roundedness of our ministry, that's why we hire youth, children's, adults. We have we have all these pastoral yeah. areas that my main goal for those that influence is that we are equipping and mobilizing the church. That's my, my main goal. And if what we're looking for is to have a better cross-sectional representation on Sunday morning, I think that's a that's a poor reason to hire anybody is to, sure. for what we look like on Sunday morning. Um, what we need to do is, is, is focus on who God is and how God is equipping us to be disciples. Right. And so I think w with that in mind, the visibility of it is completely irrelevant. I, w regardless of what your, your, your race or color is, th those are, totally non-deterministic right. of, of a, how we can do that. a cultural sensitivity thing that not not the like seeing it but like the uh if you have someone on staff who is from a hispanic background the relate the, their ability to relate That's to right. your hispanic members is, is 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 even if they're not necessarily like from mexico like i had a guy who i went to school with who was raised in Mexico because he was part of a missionary family, but he was white. Like, mm -hmm. like he got sunburned all the time. Like he was a white guy, right. but he was raised in Mexico. So the, the, the culture is there. And I think that's more what you're yeah, looking for. That's right. Where it's not, it's not necessarily that they have to look Mexican. Like that'd be weird. If you're like, you don't look Mexican enough, that'd be a strange, or if it's Criteria. like, well, <laughs> this guy's black, but he's light skinned. So then like, that's a different kind of, <laughs> that, totally. <laughs> that's a whole different animal that we probably but I can't think that's tackle. What, but, but I think <laughs> that's what it gets reduced to is that we're, we're, we're trying to, and that is just markers. finding the token person. Then. Yeah. And that's not looking for the culture thing. Whereas if you were like, okay, we need to find someone who relates to this culture. And then, um, the easiest way to do that would be to find like a person who's from that culture. Yeah. Whereas you can have a really high cultural IQ kind of thing. And that, and that works. Um, but I just think I, 
most of we I wanted to bring this up because I wanted to say that the CMA is awesome. Uh, that's, that's most of the reason is that the CMA does this well, I think, yeah. for the most part, or better than a lot of denominations. Um, yeah, much more active. I think better. Better. I don't know if they do it. It's not perfect, but no denomination is perfect yeah. on any side of the issue. Like, no denomination is doing this perfectly. But the CMA, as a denomination, is doing a is, is doing better, I think. And, and from the beginning has always been doing better, even yeah. from the early 1800s, like late 1800s. Yeah. Um, including every nation, every tongue, every, like yeah. all people, instead of being like the Southern Baptists, mm-hmm. which whole different issue. Right. <laughs> but I, and, and I think that but, that goes to what you're. What I think you're trying to re- represent, though, is is also comes from those roots. So, like Southern Baptists have existed for hundreds of years, um, in not necessarily formally, but yeah, loosely. Um, and and much of what brought them together uh, had ethnic undertones to it, yep. right, right from the out of the gate. Whereas the CMA, when it was put together, was really cobbled together by diversity, right. and and so we we haven't had to correct course nearly as much as a right like at an organization at council that when Stumbo that is repenting of the things they're like much smaller than if if the Southern Baptist decided. Um, to come out and be like, we're going to confess the sins of our denomination. That would take a while. Like that that would be a process, you know. Like yeah. Stumbo can say that, and it can be like, oh yeah, that's okay, that's over. Uh, like, right. <laughs> like it's probably more on like personal levels or like small or churches. Yeah. Level. It's not a more. It's it's less of a denominational level of like sin happening or yeah. uh, discrimination happening. Yeah, when, that I think is really important. Um, is that when, and I use the term home team usually, like when we're the majority, we consider ourselves to be the home team. Yeah. And when evangelicalism was the home team of America, we felt like we could write all the rules however we wanted. And it was like, you know, if, if you want to have what we have, you have to come do yep. it our way. And if you don't, we'll get off our grass because we're like, we make the rules. And I, I, th- I think what, what is valuable about the, the CMA is that we see ourselves more humbly as servants in our communities, regardless of, of, you know, the, our history or our past. And so what we're actually looking for is a way to bring all nations, tribes, tongues, languages into the body of Christ from wherever they may be. And sometimes we do that effectively and sometimes we, we may not, right. but, uh, but there's a conscientiousness about it. Yeah. We're like thinking about it. Yeah. And I think that's the main thing that I wanted to bring up is like, as a denomination, I think that that's always been the case, not just in the, in the 2000s yeah. like we're not just trying to be like woke yeah something. we're just trying to run we're just not we're not just like okay well people care about this now yeah. which is what the nfl does is like it, it took till 2003 for them to be like well maybe every coach shouldn't be white yeah. like, like, we, like, right. <laughs> like i don't know but, but it goes to to your like you said value of human dignity and what your perception is is that those mentalities grew out of an under uh, the the understanding or the commonly had belief that there was inferiority and superiority and 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 I, I personally I like that we're doing away with some of the, I like football so I kind of monitor all these things but we're doing we're getting away with some of these tests that we used to do that said well this is uh, you, you're not going to have black quarterbacks because they're not thinkers I'm like what on earth where yeah. did you get this idea from right that's <laughs> like what what are we even talking about so I'm I'm glad we're getting rid of those things that just kind of reinforce our stereotypes yep and we figure out how to build on strengths rather than looking for weaknesses. So in 2020, we're going to be not reinforcing stereotypes. Huzzah! Hello. I think that's going to be about it. So 
Do you have anything, Gordon? No. That was a very official statement. I thought we were. Co- <laughs> I looked at my watch. I'm thinking we're round two. But round two. Uh, <laughs> just a no. No. So uh, rate, subscribe, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, do all that good jazz. Um, and until I guess next week. Next I don't week? know. What we're gonna talk about next week. I have more stuff that we were gonna talk about this week. We were gonna next week. Here's your tease for you. We're gonna talk about disciples and what position they play in football. We might not actually talk about it. We might not. So until next time.